Welcome to another MM199 student podcast, where our student perspectives meet the airwaves. This semester, our MM199 students spoke with Washburn faculty and staff to talk about the awesome courses everyone can take here at Washburn. Grab your headphones and get ready to enroll into our School of Sound. Coming from Washburn Campus Mass Media, this is Aiden and Eli here today, and we are joined by the wonderful Dr. Jones to talk about his world religions class. Now, Dr. Jones, what is world religion about? Well, thank you for that introduction. So world religions is on the surface level about just what it says, religions of the world or world religions. Um, and so that means that we study different religions around the world, including uh, Buddhism, Hinduism, Islam. Uh, we look at African diasporic religions. We look at Chinese traditional religions, Taoism. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, and so it includes like a, a survey, a range of different religions of the world. But it also is very much concerned with unpacking the term world religions. Who decides what is a world religion, um, what is not a world religion, and what work does that term do in terms of, of how people live their lives in the world today? Yeah. Um, so what is the schedule of the classes like? You mean like when does it meet? Yeah. Yeah, so it's Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11 o'clock in noon. There are two sections, one hour each. Awesome. Yeah. And what students uh, students expect to be to do in the class? So my classes tend to be very discussion oriented. Uh, typically, there's some reading that you'll do before class. That'll be either some online stuff, a podcast, a YouTube video, something like that. Uh, there are no materials to buy for the class. It's a zero textbook cost class. And then during class, we mostly spend our time discussing those things. I lecture when I need to deliver some ideas, and I typically will go back to doing some lecture during discussion but I try to let students kind of lead the conversation and uh, bring their own ideas into play. Um, I think that that leads to a better overall uh, environment than just having a professor talk at you for an yeah. hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so um, what got you into religious studies in the first place? Lots of things. I mean, uh, to begin with, um, I, was, I was an English major in college, and I, I was really into literature, and then I also sort of had a complicated relationship with faith, and so that led me to want to study the Bible as a, a literary artifact. Um, and so I did my PhD in Hebrew studies to, to learn about the Bible, um, and then I, I also studied religious studies theory at the same time. So when I got the job here teaching mostly religious studies, not Bible, um, yeah. So I mean, the thing that interests me most about religion, really, honestly, is that it's about people. I mean, religion is one of the fastest ways to really look at people's core values and appreciate where they're coming from on a deep level. And so if you find people interesting, religion is also really interesting for those reasons. Yeah. Okay, so like, what was your first year like of teaching? Of teaching ever. Um, of the class, sorry. Of this class? Yes. Uh, really the same answer, chaotic. Um, <laughs> I mean, nothing prepares you for the first time you do anything, seriously. Like, you can have all the prep in the world, and the first time it's still a mess. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the first time I taught it, I learned a whole bunch about how not to teach it. Yeah. Um, that was in 2017. It's been a little <laughs> while. I've had a lot of practice. Um, but actually, students who are taking the class this semester are going to get a completely new class. I've rebuilt it from the ground awesome. up. 
um, to get rid of textbooks and also mm-hmm. to reflect uh, new developments in the field. So yeah. um, you should also bet on some chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, preparing, is there a way for the students themselves to be prepared before taking this class? Not really. It's an intro class. The idea is that you walk in cold and it doesn't matter if you are deeply religious, deeply non-religious, somewhere in between. It doesn't matter what religions you practice or don't practice or have heard about or not heard about. It's meant to be an intro class. Right. Mm -hmm. So how many religions do you go over and what are some? So um, we, let's see, because I've expanded it. Um, we don't try, I, I'm a big fan of less is more. So I feel like I would rather do fewer things and do them well than try to do a broad survey. So I think what we're going to end up doing is looking at Islam and focusing on the uh, women life freedom movement in mm-hmm. Iran um, and talking about uh, the, the veil and, and the significance of the hijab. Um, we'll be looking at um, Hinduism. And looking at that in the context of British colonialism in India, looking at Buddhism, um, and in particular in uh, the way that Buddhism has combined itself with Taoism and traditional Chinese religions to create a sort of religious um, system in China, even though China is explicitly atheistic, mm-hmm. um, most Chinese people outside of the Communist Party practice religion. Uh, we look at African diasporic religions uh, in the in the Americas because, again, they are generally not thought of as world religions, and yet there are more practitioners of those religions than there are of a number of famous world religions. Um, and so we ask, like, why not Africa? Why not Santeria? Why not Condomble? If you know uh, Judaism or Shinto are considered world religions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So kind of going along with that, uh, what was, in your opinion, the most unique religion that you come across in this class? Hmm. I know it's a tough question. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, I mean, that, that I'm going to actually take that in a theoretical direction because there's a big conversation in religious studies about the question of uniqueness, like yeah. what makes something unique? And people often want to say that their religion is the most unique religion. Right. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, what you do on Sunday or Saturday or Friday or whenever your tradition gets together, that's cool. We love that. But in a religious studies class, we're always looking at how do you compare things to each other? Absolutely. How do you find the commonalities and the distinctions that then make it clear, like, what makes a religion different from another religion? Um, I think you can talk about, you know, religious practices being more or less unique. So, for instance, like in Hinduism, uh, the um, Aghoris, who are extreme uh, uh, followers of Shiva, um, to demonstrate specifically like the insignificance of the body will, you know, live naked, eat out of skulls, um, you know, throw feces at each other, like deliberately buck social convention as a way to show how extreme they are. Um, in my intro to religion class, we used to study Appalachian snake handlers mm-hmm. um, because, again, that's a very unusual form of religion. But I want to avoid like that urge to exoticize and say, oh, look at those weirdos over there. Um, because the thing about it is that if you – whatever you believe, whatever your religion is, if you take a look at it from the outside, it's weird. Trust me. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so does world religion fit into a lot of majors? So it's required for the religious studies major. It mm-hmm. contributes to the religious studies minor. It's also uh, correlated with um, art history. I think leadership studies includes it as part of the minor. Um, and there's a couple of other majors where it is either one of the required classes or one of the classes you can take. 
Um, most students take it as uh, part of their general education, and um, it also is a prerequisite for a number of upper division religious studies classes that students might want to take as electives um, or as part of a minor as they go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, thank you so much, Dr. Jones, for speaking with us today. Um, Is there any other advice you want to mention about this class before we end? Uh, You should take it. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. And thank you guys so much for tuning in with us and have a great day. See ya. See ya.